Okay. All right. We are now recording. Ooh, nice. Everything's sounding nice. Everyone's looking Party. nice. Good, good. Timer? Oh, shit. I'm doing my timer. I know. Hmm? Let's try and limit this to about an hour. Yeah, no, we're going to go straight. Yeah. 45. We're going to go straight into it. There we go. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> we just saw Spider Man! I'm so fucking pumped! Welcome Mark. to the Red Band Podcast! <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King, and as usual, sitting to my left is my co host, Adrian. And Mike already introduced himself, so I don't even feel like I need to introduce him. He is just pumped right now. Look at that. Nice! <laughs> Spider Man! <laughs> so we just saw Spider-Man, everyone. Yes, we did. Oh, oh my holy god! Shit. Holy, holy shit. shit! Wow, man, that was that was a that was a movie. That was a that lot was, of spider. Yeah. That was just it was just so much Spider-Man in that film. That was a lot of Spider-Man. That was a lot of Spider-Man. Uh, a lot of, I mean, <laughs> a lot of spi- hold on. Everything Before we hits. even get yes. spoiler alerts, spoiler alerts. Yeah, huge spoiler alerts. We're we're gonna go off on. We're this gonna shit. go off. So yeah. If you haven't seen the movie, yeah. Turn this shit off. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you're probably gonna listen to this anyway. Yeah. So when Blade and Ghost Rider <laughs> showed up at the end, and they just start fucking shit up. No. <laughs> Yo, how did you feel about Ben Affleck's Daredevil making an appearance? <laughs> <laughs> How fucking dope was that? <laughs> and then Shang-Chi came in? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> just going off. Just a whole, off a whole tangent. That, that's what we were saying, like, right beforehand, too. Yeah. Like, just going out and just ruining this movie, but not even say true, accurate shit. Like, oh, man, yeah. it was fucking crazy. Like, Captain America showed up. Yeah. We got Tony Stark, and for some reason, fucking Batman was there. Like, <laughs> Yo, like, fucking grown-up Miles Morales came from one of the universes. Mm-hmm. Paul Giamatti was in it. <laughs> it's like one of the animated ones popped in there. Like, Roger the Rabbit. From What If? <laughs> like... <laughs> no, but seriously, I was not expecting this movie to turn out like this. For oh, real. It was crazy. It was all over the place. I went in with uh I went in with the bitter intent. I told everybody at work too. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going going in bitter. Bitter. Yeah, bitter. Because I, I'd practically seen pretty much I thought I saw mm-hmm. a majority of the movie already from like the Facebook trailers and, and, and yeah. all yeah. that stuff. Dude, yeah. Like I said, I avoided the trailers yeah. for such Adrian, a long time. Adrian did not see a single thing. And I got ruined just because one family trip. That's all it took. <laughs> that's all it took, man. One, that's mm-hmm. all it took. You know, like, ah, oh, I was so damn, I was so upset. But you know what? What was the thing that like spoiled it for you? I knew that, okay. I knew that, uh, all you know, all the villains were going to be in there. I already yeah, knew that. Yeah, you already knew that one. Yeah. yeah, but I hadn't seen a single clip. So I didn't see what they looked like. If okay. They, you know, how their entrance, I didn't see none of it. Well, I think that was like a known secret. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. It was a known secret. But I didn't see that their entrance, how, oh, how they came into yeah. the movie. Okay, gotcha. But the in the but you knew that they were there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew they're there. In the trailer, they showed how they came in. Okay, so that kind of ruined it. So I didn't get that surprise of like the ball coming in and exploding. Yeah. Okay, so I know in this like film, they try to get all the villains from the Spider-Man films beforehand. Yeah. So we got Doc yeah. Ock, we, got, Doc we Ock. got Green Goblin. Then from the Amazing Spider-Man films, you got Electro. We got Electro. We got Lizard Man. And also from the um, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, we got Sandman. Where was James Franco? <laughs> Yo, okay, they didn't mention that. I mean, Green Goblin didn't mention he, his he, son. Yeah, he had a son. Yeah, so he mentioned that he he did die. With, no, I, no, I know he never mentioned that no, his he son did. died. No, no, I mean, uh, Wonderful didn't mention it, 
what's it called? He said died in his arms, his best friend. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tom McGuire, yeah, yeah okay. I mentioned that. Okay, for those that, like, that, okay, because it made me confused mm-hmm. as to, like, obviously these characters are dead. Well, they were, okay, so in the plot of the film, they were pulled just, just before. moments before they died. Because remember, they were trying to recall, they were like, yeah, I was winning, I was kicking Spider-Man's ass, and then all of a sudden, wait, I'm here. And then yeah. even Electro, because he was talking about he was being pumped full of juice. Yeah. And yeah. he was about to take over the entire city grid. All of a sudden, he got transported there. And then he even realized, like, oh, shit, I died at that moment. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, if they pull him at the moment of death, mm-hmm. did the Spider-Man just get pulled through a random moment in time? I think it was a later point in time they got pulled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was kind of funny because, like, all the villains were pulled right before their deaths. Yeah. But not the Spider-Man. Or even yeah. um, Eddie Brock, Venom, because, you know, he shows up at the very end, but yeah. he had nothing to do with it. He was just randomly pulled. And I know that was just for the joke. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. to make fun of it and also to try to introduce Venom into the MCU now, or yeah. at least a piece of sliver of him that was left at the end which, in the mid credits. Which still kind of makes me wonder if uh, if we're going to see Tom Hardy in the future. Yeah. Or not. It's, See, it's that, kind of clouded again. It is very clouded again because I thought he was going to stay. Yeah, yeah. But then all of a sudden at the, you know, post credit scene, he gets summoned back to his world along with all the other villains. Yeah. And the only thing that was left behind was that piece of Venom. And I was like, why is that piece of Venom the only thing that left behind? It's from another universe. So shouldn't yeah. it go too? It's an, well, it's technically an alien piece, isn't it? No, because Venom saw Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And Did so he? when he was brought in, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they said like any anybody who knew who Spider Man was, I think it was well, like- no, because okay, so the first spell that Doctor Strange casted earlier in the film, okay, that was anyone who knew Peter Parker is Spider Man, okay. And then of course he fucks up that whole spell, and then it just brings everyone in. I feel like at the very just- end to save that, he said anyone who knows Peter Parker, not yeah. even Spider Man. If you know no. Peter Parker, yeah, erase them. Eddie Brock never knew him. He never met him. So in the yeah. first place, he never knew Spider-Man's true identity. So why was he summoned in there? And then at the same time, he never knew Peter at all. So why did he leave? You see what I'm saying? Plot holes. <laughs> so so, so made a mistake. Okay. So basically, for those who have already seen Venom 2, mm-hmm. Let There Be Carnage, they know that at the end, we have Venom, who's about to dis- uh, describe the whole entire like multiverse multiverse and symbiote thing also to Eddie Brock. And then the room starts shifting and also turns into new. And then they're in the universe. Where, of MCU. They're in of the MCU. MCU. Yeah. And then they don't know what the hell is going on. And then they see the news where Tom Hall has been revealed. As Peter Spider-Man, Parker yeah. is Spider-Man. And so that's when like Venom's like, oh, he, goes, he yeah. gets interest mm-hmm. in this Spider-Man. And... At this post credit scene for this movie, they return again. They return again. Just drunk at a bar. And yeah. then, of course, they get summoned back to their yeah. world. But at this one, he's being explained pretty much how this world... I did like that. that this yeah. world is filled... With super-powered people who yeah. are yeah. heroes. Who are heroes. And and I love he couldn't even get that concept. He was struggling with that. Yeah, because it was like, obviously, they don't exist in those universes. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I, I kind of yeah. like that. But uh, the, the fact that as well, that like at the end of it... The thing is that all these universes are collapsing onto one thing, and mm. it's all because Doctor Strange made a spell to those 
those villains, if they know who Peter Parker is, it doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. It could be any of the Peter Parkers in those universes. If they know that Peter Parker, then they're all going to come onto that one universe yeah. where Tom Holland is. Mm-hmm. So Doctor Strange casts a spell to erase everyone's memory of of Peter Parker in the entire world, absolutely everyone, thus saving the universes from collapsing because now nobody remembers who Peter Parker is. But the universe is still going to collapse anyways because we have the multiverse of madness coming. Yes, we have the multiverse of madness. (laughs) But then at the same time, you have Venom disappearing. Mm -hmm. So in a weird sense, in those universe, in that universe of Venom, Spider-Man doesn't exist. Yeah, there's no Spider-Man. So how can he know Peter Parker and then be drawn to that universe and then be... Well, there ha- back to that. I feel like there has to be a Spider-Man in that universe if he was drawn to. I mean, just because they never showed him, yeah, doesn't mean that he never existed. But I mean, to like insinuate that, yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of actually showing it, is it's kind of lazy, you know? It's it's a it's a missing piece. It's, it's a puzzle. You know, I, I can see what Sony did. They're yeah. trying to remind people that this is still part of the Sony. Spider-Man yeah. Cinematic Universe, even though it's part of the MCU. Yeah. So I feel like these are just teases and little hints like, hey, you know, this is going to be coming up, you know, of Venom Spider-Man team up or yes. whatever. But I, yeah, I don't think it was fully planned through. I'm like, hey, you know, how we're going to do this. And we just send them right back, you know, yeah. eventually they're going to have to meet up at some point later on. But yet again, we do have the animated, you know, across yes. the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Yes, we do. So I feel like that is going to be its key point and try to bring everyone together under one spider-man sony umbrella you know that whole shit okay (laughs) (laughs) no no like i feel like they're i feel like these these movies are just setups no yeah they're saying for a bigger plan that i don't think is going to turn out well Mm -hmm. i mean the sony i mean unfortunately they don't have a good track record of any of this i mean they're doing good with this spider-man films there's no way that they did this on their own. This is no. All Kevin had Feige his, is from Kevin what, Feige's guiding. Yeah, no. From They're what guiding is, Yeah. So what from the rumors and everything and what people been saying, it does seem like Kevin Feige is giving them like, hey, you know, you'll give a small little outline and you have to hit these points. But from what it sounds like, this is like ninety percent still Sony's production. It's still their Sony production. Like mm-hmm. it's their equipment, it's their writers and whatnot. But Kevin Feige is kind of like. He's kind of laying down. Uh, he's kind of laying down the broccoli. Yeah, you know, for the deers to follow. Like, mm. oh hey, like the deers are eating them all themselves. Mm. Like they're picking it up, they're chewing on it, they're digesting it. But he's leading the trail. Yeah, you know, it's like hey, over here, like go kind of this way. Mm. Like so, he he's not technically like because I think that was part of their deal as well. It's like oh hey, like you do this blah 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 and whatever money deal that they have spread out. But also it was like hey, we're also going to be you know, kind of guiding yeah. as well, like in this universe. And that was like, that was like when they started with Venom. When they did it with Venom. And that was supposed to be a huge surprise, mm-hmm. but fucking obviously the Kevin Feige of Sony decided to go entirely against it. It was like, oh yeah, it's going to take place in the same universe as like the MCU and Kevin Feige. Have you seen it? Yeah, that yeah, yeah, I see Yeah, that. you yeah, see his yeah. face is all pissed off. He's, He's like, like the fucker. Like, well, I've been working hard to conceal that fact. And you were like, oh, yeah, it's going to be the same universe. Yeah. Like, well, thanks, bitch. <laughs> was that uh, Amy Pascal, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was her. It was. Yeah, he, he was so he bitter was about it. Yeah. But I was like, dude. This is the funny part is, so Spider-Man 3, you know, Tobey Maguire, when that yeah. first came out, people made fun of for it being meshed together with so many fucking, like it was a clusterfuck of villains and characters yeah. that didn't give enough screen time where no one really cared. No. 
This film had a lot more yes. than Spider-Man 3. But was balanced. And it was way more balanced. Because they didn't try to throw everything at you in one shot. And then all of a sudden, in the, what's it called? In the Spider-Man 3 yeah, and the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. It felt like they were like, it was villain. Rush. Yeah, like villain, yeah. villain, like villain, 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 like and it was a. Uh, I think it was maybe because like in those ones, those were Spider-Man movies that had to be made to secure the the still rights of Spider-Man. No, no, no. no. Those those were just bad decisions because it's not the first. Both of those films, yeah. The first entries did amazingly well. Yeah, yeah. So you get Spider-Man, the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man two, Spider-Man the first one, great. Spider-Man two went even a higher success. Spider-Man 3, they got greedy and they're like, you know, fuck it. We're going to throw everyone out here. I feel like they were trying to be like, hey, this is going to be a treat for the audience. And we're going to try to give them as many characters as possible. But they gave us too much candy and we got sick. Yeah. 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 And it just fell through. And I felt like the second amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, they tried doing that same thing. They're like, yeah, the first one did good. People loved it. Now let's step up and try to throw in more characters. And then even they were going to plan a third Amazing Spider-Man film, which mm-hmm. it was supposed to be with the Sinister Six. But, you know, yeah, things fell through hinted. with the second one. Yeah. So I feel like this time working with Marvel, they got their two first films in focusing on just one villain. Yeah. And then this time they're like, you know, we have so much established history. We're already balanced. And they got help with the MCU already having established storyline of a multiverse. Yeah. It just worked well for this. And as well, no, what's it called? No, uh, what's it called? We introduce the characters. Uh, basically, no backstory. Yeah, no backstory. Yeah. There's no backstory because everyone has already seen these films. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone has seen all these. Everyone knows films. the characters. And that's why I like, so when like, when you had those moments between all the Peters, you know, Toby, Tom, and then Andrew. Yes. I, I love the moment. It's like, it was a lot of catching up. And callbacks to the other films. Yeah. Like, remember, they had that whole bit on just um, Toby Maguire, Peters, Parker's, you know, his own personal internal web slinging. Yeah. yeah. While everybody else's gadgets. Yeah. And, usually and they're just. Comic wise, is gadgets. Yeah, I love that. They were just freaking out over that, too. And that was something even I was like questioning as a yeah, kid. I was like, like what? How? Has that, does that come out? Does it come out? Like, even when Tom asked if it comes out anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. I even thought about that was like my childhood thought where I was like, fuck, yeah, like does it come out of his ass? Can he shoot out of his dick? Like, yeah. Like <laughs> is there multiple exit points for these web slingers? Yeah. Like, yeah, like they they definitely it was the most all the Peters in one thing was a lot of Peters. It was so much Peter. It, it was a lot so of Peter. Awkward. It was so awkward too. Yes. And I enjoyed, I enjoyed the awkwardness between like those three. Each one had each one brought their own version of an awkward Peter Parker. Yeah. And it all works together. And I like the fact that it's, I mean, Tobey Maguire's Peter Man was, oh, Spider-Man. <laughs> was, he's Peter Man? Yeah, he's Peter Man. He was a little bit different from the movies, but it made sense because he needed to act a little bit more seasoned. Yeah. So he was like the big brother yes. between the two. And I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. Andrew, man, he was exactly the same, man. The yep. teary eye and everything. Like about to cry, like every oh, other yeah. When he saved MJ, like I okay, said that That before. was lovely, though. It was, no, no, it was lovely. I liked it. It was good redemption. Yes. And good for him to feel that moment. Like he got that point back. Yeah. He got yeah. that point back when he sent MJ. But man, when it looked like he was about to cry, I was like, don't you do it. Don't you do this. I've this- seen you two other films do nothing but crying. Not this one. You're not going to do it in a third Spider-Man film. Hold back those tears. I would rather have him, you know, I would rather have him do like 
where it's just a miserable look, but no tears. <laughs> <laughs> or at least give me, or at least attempt yeah. the Will Smith cry. Oh just that God. One single tear. You know what? No, I, Will Smith's cry is more of just like, he's kind of constant. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, <laughs> and he just like nods his head like up and down. Like you he's know? forcing it out. Like, yeah. No, I was surprised. Mm, I, no. I didn't catch this. I don't know if you guys catch this. I did not hear any Tobey Maguire squealing. No. So you know what I'm talking about. No! Yeah, it were all the, you know, the first three Spider-Man films, every time we got hit or something, uh, uh, yeah. uh, like uh. all the squeals. I did not hear it in this one. No, he didn't. No. He pulled That's back. Right. He pulled yeah, back. Because he's a veteran. Yeah, he's a veteran, veteran Spider-Man. He knows how to take a hit. I mean, he did say like after Green Goblin stabbed him, he was like, yeah, this is the first, first time, time I've been stabbed. <laughs> like, all right, we get it. We get that one. But I, I, I do For love a split it. second, I thought they were going to kill him off. Right? Yeah. yeah. I was like, when he got no. stabbed in the back by Green Goblin, I was like, wait, what? It's like, uh, no, are you th- fucking my, kidding me? My thought process was like, if one stays, the other one has to go. <laughs> That's what I thought. Like, because, okay, Sp- uh, Green Goblin is Spider-Man's main villain, right? Yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah. Tobey yeah. Maguire. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, if one survives, that means the other one's got to go. There's no way two of them can stand You can't have more yeah. than that. Yeah, you can't. But, oh my gosh, that almost got me. Like, I had a feeling that Aunt May, Marissa Tomei's character, was going to die. The fact that she says, with great power comes great responsibility. That, that's a curse. That is a curse line. Any was, character in a Spider-Man film or anything. I was like, that, when I heard like, oh, awesome callback. Oh, oh shit. shit. She's going <laughs> to die. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, the minute shit. she said that. Like, oh, God damn it. I was but like, you know, I, I was like, I was even telling Adrian, like, well, you were in the restroom real quick. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, I was like, oh, here we all thought that Tony Stark was his Uncle Ben. No. Aunt May was, was his, his Uncle, Uncle Ben. ben. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I mean, and that one never had Uncle Ben. So like someone had to, someone had to fill that role. Well, they never explained what happened to this Tom Holland's Uncle Ben. Cause I don't, I don't think it really needed think, it because I, I think, I it, mean, they didn't need it. Yeah. But it could have been like, was it ever explained there was an Uncle Ben? Well, yeah, or? he has a briefcase. Uh, I don't know if it was this film or from Far For Home when he was packing something up, he had Uncle Ben's briefcase, like it his was, luggage. It was also his suit as well. Yeah. It was his oh, own. Okay. Huh. So that they're having like small little, you know, hints and stuff like that, but he's not really full on mention, you know, Uncle Ben said this. Yeah, no, he, it was, it was, um, and also because everyone already knows the story of Uncle Ben. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like the whole Batman thing. Just everyone yeah, knows. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows Batman's parents, mm-hmm. you know? So it's kind of like the same thing. So there really wasn't much of a need to like highlight so much about him mm-hmm. and his death. It was just like, and it was mentioned too, like, like a homecoming, mm-hmm. you know, when, uh, when Peter's like walking on his way home after getting his suit taken away by Tony Stark mm-hmm. and Aunt May is like freaking out, like, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know why? Like, like she's already traumatized nice already. From that, yeah. yeah. From losing her husband. And you know, so it's already like implied that uncle Ben was killed mm-hmm. and he was killed by a mugger or some way. Everyone knows the story. So mm-hmm. I like how they didn't need to like highlight so much of that, mm-hmm. but the fact that she would be the one to drop that line. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I was death, like, okay. Death sentence. Death and, sentence right there. And the fact that they waited so long to be able to say that line. You know they were saving it up. Oh, like, yeah. You know yeah. they were like, saving it up. They were savoring it. And I love that mm-hmm. I, because that's such like, that's such an obvious like anchor for Spider-Man. Like you can't have a Spider-Man movie without that saying. I, it just, I have a feeling that they, not they said that line, but they said something leading up to those words and then just changed it completely. I yeah. Like, remember he was like, uh, in, uh, Civil War, mm-hmm. he was like, it's like when the bad stuff 
when the bad stuff starts happening and you have the ability to stop it, that's, but you don't, no, they that's happen. on you. Yeah. They happen because of you. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, okay, that's a different way of saying it. Yeah. You know? So they're, they're playing around with it, but they yeah. finally, like I said, they finally got to the point where like, yeah, we're saying it now. And can we just appreciate the classic red and blue look at the very oh, end? Oh, the yeah. classic suit. Like even the waistline, yeah. like the belt, like it was. I noticed there. Okay. So perfect. a lot of this phase for phase four is like getting characters back to their classic self. Yes. So yeah. you get, um, Falcon, who's the new Captain America, yep. getting the comic book accurate suit. Okay, but let's hold on. Act with that. Like most comic book accurate costumes look like shit. That looked nice. But that one looked, that looked perfect. Yeah, that, even the Spider Man suit looked even real the, nice. Yeah, because it's a little Spider-Man. bit more comic book accurate. Um, you have. Um, you also have uh, Wanda Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Yeah, she got yeah. more close to a classic look. The tiara that kind of. Yeah. Like, um, you know? I. I don't know if Hawkeye is going to get to that point yet, or I haven't seen any of the Hawkeye yet. I mean, on the pause screen, it shows him already like in, in purple that, guard. Okay. So, so I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's getting close. No, I saw like one, like, um, Kate Bishop, she was doing a sketch yes. and she had like the full on headgear for him. Like, Hey, yeah. so like, I feel like that? they're going to build up to that. But yeah, a lot of this is trying to build these characters back to their original comic book self. But I like that. I do like that. I do like that. But I like it to the extent that's like, they're still keeping it accurate, but mm. they're still keeping it modern. Uh, Whereas yeah. like you have CW where it's just like cosplayers on a show. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, yeah. I, it's, it's a, unfortunately it's a fine line between one or the other. Yeah. Well, the fine line is a couple hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. You got a couple hundred million. Well, it's, below. it's the, the correct fabric and the correct overlay. Yeah. I mean, it's all, I mean, the suits are always CGI no matter what. Yeah, most of the suits are always going to be CG. Yeah. Let's get to the best part of why we're here. Our villains. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. We got to talk about who's the best. Who was our favorite? Willem we Dafoe. Got, you go for straight for Green Willem Goblin. Willem fucking Dude, Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe rocked that shit. Dude, he was the Green Goblin. Okay. First off, Tobey Maguire Green Goblin was already scary. Mm-hmm. And to be able to have an actor split personalities between like, like uh, Osborne mm-hmm. and Green Goblin is already difficult. Oh, yeah. All right. So for him to explore even further that Green Goblin side in this movie. And well, even Goblin completely took over. Oh, like, absolutely. I, I still like, like, that's what I liked a lot for this film is they still brought a lot of the concepts and mm-hmm. themes from the other films. Yes. So yes. that, his whole split personality got carried over. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh yeah, Willem Dafoe's back as Green Goblin mm-hmm. and that's it. Like and a like, lot of their character types, like even Sandman was the same character type yeah. that got carried over. He was first yeah. helping out Spider-Man. Everyone's he was like, Peter, still, remember yeah. me? We're buds. Like everybody carried over the same formula that they used originally, except for Jamie Foxx. Yeah, Jamie, I like Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Fox went full yeah. on like- He went Jamie Foxx. He went full he, Jamie yeah. Foxx. I felt like, like the casting director, everyone's director, like, okay, Jamie's like, what do you want me to do? He's like, just be Jamie, man. Just be you. Yeah. No one liked the personality for the first Electro. Nah, yeah. So just be you. And I like this. This was such a better Electro, yeah. man. And the fact that they even called out like, uh, I was like, yeah, last time I saw you, you had like a, yeah, you had glasses terrible, and terrible, terrible comb, comb over. over. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that was cool. That was I cool. like this Jamie Foxx better. This Electro was better. Mm-hmm. And he was like so buffed up too. Powerful. Oh, yeah, like when he got the arc reactor. He was jacked. Like he was the entire sky. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I was like, damn. He was probably. That was yeah, the Electro that we wanted originally. That's what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted that to be the original Electro the first time. Like they finally got it right. Mm-hmm. And man, they really let him be him. Like he was. 
Yeah. Like I, they blacked him up. <laughs> yeah. They blacked him up. <laughs> they, like I said, they let him, That's they true. let Jamie be Jamie. They was like, hey, yo, yeah, I'm down for that shit. Yeah. No, I like the whole bit he was talking nah, with uh, about that. <laughs> Andrew Garfield's uh, Peter. Where he was like, man, I, th- I thought you were going to be black, man. You're from the Queens. You're poor. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You're poor. You're from the Queens. You're in a costume. Mm. I mean, I just assumed you were black. black. And it, I love the fact that Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker was like, He's like oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> like, like, you really feel like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I, I This is weird because I'm not that person who likes those kind of like happyish endings. But I yeah. did kind of like how everyone was buddy-buddy at the end. Yeah. Like, even though we're fighting and killing each other, we had the common ground understanding, like, you just didn't want to die. Yeah. Because the minute you're going to throw back to your universe, yeah. you're going to die. Everybody had a reason for something. Yeah. And so I did appreciate, like, the kind of like, hey, w- you know, I forgive you or pals yeah. at the end. Okay. Can I geek for a moment to just realize that um, I got to see more of the comic book Spider-Man emotionally than I that I hoped I would see? For example, I got to see, obviously Spider-Man is a young kid who has strong morals of sense of good. Mm -hmm. And he has a whole bunch of traumatic experiences of trying to be good and and states to where it's like, he's broken down emotionally. Like we got to see that. We got to see the broken down. We got to see broken down Peter Parker, Mm -hmm. like with the death of Aunt May. Yeah. You know, we got to see a little bit of that with, a Tom McGuire in Spider-Man 2, not as much. We got to see that in the Amazing Spider-Man 2 after the death of Gwen, mm-hmm. but he we really dove into this one, being to the fact that like, and with J. Jonah Jameson, just like anything Spider-Man touches is just yeah, to just ruin. Yeah, add into that. Add it just into, adds yeah. to it. And it was just like, no matter how good you're trying to be, you know, kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I got to see that and I loved that. Yeah, no, no. I. But that- then I also got to see pissed off Spider-Man. Like mm. no holds bar, like not holding back, not holding yeah. back, mm-hmm. barely speaking, no jet, no quick okay. jazz or anything, just straight up ass kicking. Yeah. Like I fuck you up. I really enjoy that. Just like yo, fuck it. You know, at the very end, you got Spider Man, Green Goblin, just fucking fisty cups. Yes, I like that. I love that. And just the fact that he went full on, just like even twirling over, slamming mm-hmm. him into him. Like he got aggressive, man. He got aggressive. He wasn't pulling punches. Mm-hmm. And, and he that was, was about to kill. Like, I like I did appreciate the fact that he was gonna kill him. Yes. It, Toby Maguire needed to stop him from killing him. Yeah. And the fact that as well is that as he's like about to try and stab him, I thought he was gonna stab him with a glider. Or at least I thought he was gonna yeah, at least yeah, like, I thought it was gonna be the stab glider, to like yeah. to the side mm-hmm. and like let the air go. But he was like, oh shit, he's really about he's to do gonna it. He's going to kill him. And then Tobey Maguire stopping it. But the fact that like he's still like trying. Still pushing it in. Like yeah. trying to push it in and not like, oh man, like come to realization. Yeah, like, way. oh, what did I, what am I doing? No, he's like, I know what I'm about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I love that. And that whole silence of the big brother be yeah, like. Yeah, like, it's all right. It's okay. Yeah. Like, I, I, I needed to see that emotional Spider-Man. And I'm so glad I got to see got that. Got to see that range for yes. that. I got to see the range of it, of Tom Holland's oh, Tom ability Holland's, to cry. He's such a brilliant actor. He is. Yeah. His he is ability so to great, be yeah. emotional. And I have a feeling he tapped in the same emotion as like the Tony Stark scene mm. for when Ant made it. Yeah. No, Except went was, further. That was, I was like, shit. That was, that was rough, man. He was, he was balling it, man. Dude. Which makes sense. It felt so real. Dude, like, that, that scene when he tried to stab uh, Green Goblin. Yeah. Honestly, I thought... What uh, what Spider Man was trying to do is 
It's like, you don't want this pain, like the same anger and pain yes. or the same regret of killing someone. Mm. Like you don't want that. Mm. Yeah. That's what I got out of it. Like he was trying to just prevent that from giving him that pain. I, well, well, that's the thing is like, is I like that, how they pieced it out. Cause basically they did explain like Andrew after the loss of Gwen, he was angry and yeah. he was just rageful. And he talked about like, I just eventually just stopped throwing punches. I was mad. Or and he stopped pulling his punches. He stopped pulling his punches. Yeah. And it was just like, I don't want you to be like that. Yeah. But Tobey Maguire has that real feeling of guilt of killing someone who he truly loves. Like yeah. he didn't personally kill Norman Osborn or Harry. Yeah. But he fought them till their deaths and he was yeah. responsible for both of their deaths. But then he also led to the death of the guy that killed his uncle. Yeah. Yeah. In the first one. Mm -hmm. And and him telling him, like it didn't help. It does like, not it help. It does not help. Yeah. So for him to all those experiences, mm -hmm. like Andrew Garfield could have stepped in, but I don't think it would have been as impactful. No, it wouldn't have been. The fact that like Tony Maguire, and I was looking it up as well, is like where uh Tom Holland Spider-Man is roughly between like 17, 20 years old. Mm -hmm. Or no, 17 which means that the other Spider-Man movie came out, I think like 20 years ago, right? Yeah. That means that this Spider-Man, this Tobey Maguire, would, would be like, or that Spider-Man would be like 37, mm -hmm. close to 40. Oh yeah. So like that difference mm -hmm. of experience as Spider-Man is like, I hey, I've been there. Yeah, I know exactly. I know. And so like to be that anchor of that Spider-Man was... Spot on. Just spot on. It was it was fucking amazing. <laughs> like I can I can geek about that all day long. I just I didn't like when I saw the trailers and everything I heard the announcements, like there's gonna obviously be like two other Spider-Mans. Like I oh, thought, yeah. you know, final battle, Tom Holland's getting his ass whooped by like yep. all the villains, and then all of a sudden, like what you say, yeah. you hear from the distance, need a hand. <laughs> like I thought that's how they're gonna get introduced, but no, they were actually in it. Yeah, like they got a good amount of screen time. Yeah, they uh, did. They and had I, and also appreciate that the fact that they didn't just like I said that whole idea where they just come in like help out. Yeah, yeah. Like, like these are actually people also confused. They're confused too. Yeah. yeah. They didn't just come in, you know, into the scene like, yep, we know exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I said, I enjoy I enjoyed all the Peters in this. Yes. It was all the Peters were they none were overshadowing the other. No. They had none. a they had a nice equal level between each other mm -hmm. of like how much Peter was Peter. Yeah. You know, you had like the college level Peter of Tommy McGuire, you had the more Spider-Man level Peter of Andrew Garfield. And then mm. you kind of had like a little bit of the better both worlds of Tom Holland. Yeah. Being the kind of one that was like Peter Parker one, mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that was, that was pretty cool to see like the, the level of Peter Parker where none outshined the other. Mm. So that was really nice. So my thing is like, where is this going to go now? Cause I, this is still going to be a Sony production for all the rest of like the Spider-Man yep. films. Mm -hmm. But like, let's talk about like towards that final battle. So, the rift open, yeah, and we got to see a we, fuck ton of silhouetted yeah. characters. Characters like we know there was obviously Rhino who was there. Rhino there was, was Scorpion cool. was there. Yeah. I think yes. I'm pretty sure I saw like a black cat there. Black cat. But no, Rhino's suit though, like you can you he can't see it. Common accurate. You can't yeah. see it because it's so silhouetted. But you can tell it wasn't like the Paul Giamatti no, fucking it wasn't armored the metal suit. One. It was an actual costume suit, and he was walking out like all yeah. jacked and shit. Like the actual size of Rhino in yeah. the comics was the silhouette of this character, and you could see the giant horn mm -hmm. like out the forehead kind of thing, like. It, you know what? It looked cool as shit. It looked cool just as a silhouette. So yeah, yeah. I, 
Do you think this is going to go off to a whole tangent of other Spider-Man films? Or do you think this is going to branch out further and like this is a Spider-Man universe? Like Rhino gets his own film, Scorpion gets his own film. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a whole Spider-Man universe. Sony's already, uh, they already plan to do a whole universe of Spider-Man. Like, you know, with the Silk movies and then across the Spider-Verse. So I wouldn't be surprised if they decided to do like, oh, hey, here's a spinoff of scorpion Mm -hmm. or you know of rhino or black cat so i see them making the attempt but i see i see them failing miserably i just i know they're trying to somehow introduce a live action miles morales and i just don't want them to fuck that up apparently something that go that's going across the internet right now is like uh hints of little nas little nas x no 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 No, hell no, (laughs) hell no, 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 I I will say this. I am getting tired of every rapper thinking he can also be an actor. That's not a thing. That is not a thing. We're we're done with that era. We're done with that. That was early 2000s. I'm sorry, Jamie, you still make it. You're good. good. We love you. No, everyone else, just stop. Stay in your lane. no, at least Jamie was a comedian. He started off as a comedian. Yeah, yeah. that's true. He started as a comedian. Yes. He was multi-talented. Then a smooth R&B singer. Yes. And then now actor. Yes. I mean, come on. He he was Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Once once no, you he, be once you portray Ray and win an <laughs> Oscar, you're no longer a rapper. You're an actor. Okay. No, no he likes it. He's oh, he started as a comedian, did some acting. Yeah. Then got into music. Mm-hmm. Then went back to making movies yeah. after that. Like, let's get fresh. Let's get an actual like new kid. Yeah. You can actually play Miles. Yeah. I'd rather have the way, I'd rather have that. Yeah. I don't want to have a rapper or anyone I know play Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, let's let's not go with that route. Like, I do want my Miles Morales. And I was like, like I said, I was happy that they were actually throwing little hints. You know, when J.B. Fox is like, did the whole thing, like, oh, I thought we were black. And then he was like, well, maybe in the universe there is a black Spider-Man. I was like, eh, yep, there it is. They're slowly building it up. You know it's going to happen. If they do Miles Morales, I want a kid. It has to be a kid. Yeah, and it has to be a kid. My, I'm thinking now, do you think it would be possible that they could try to introduce Miles from the Spider-Verse films? Like, say, like, the end, you know, so across the Spider-Verse part two, very end, like, he gets thrown out of his world into the live-action film. Can you see that happening? Actually, I do. I can't see that happen. Yeah. Because the newest one, he's hopping from different art styles and different dimensions. Yeah. Do you think they're going to pull off with a live action version? I think they could. I don't say that. I think, okay, I think when they try <laughs> to do the whole multiverse, yeah. they try to contain it to one film. Not one to one film, but in the film itself. Yeah. To It doesn't leave too much, I guess, thought that there is more like out there. Yeah. So at the end of the movie, they just want to close it up. So you remember that like, this is just their universe. This is just theirs. Yeah. So I don't think that they would do where like he gets out of that his universe yeah. and now he's part of another universe. universe. I think it would be like if he goes into that universe, he's gonna go hop back, back into in. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, I see. I definitely yeah. Uh, I see more of that. Yeah. But uh, it's just it's. I really appreciate how this film was like its own like Spider Man Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it was. was yeah. It really was. And I know they're still trying to come out like they're trying to say that they want like six or nine like spider-man films like, i think that's just an oversaturation it's such an oversaturation yeah, too much yeah. but i do see them trying to attempt like at least another trilogy yeah and it's like how do you how do you 
how you up the stakes from here now? It's, you see what I'm saying? Honestly, okay, this, okay, maybe, maybe you can prove me wrong, but the way Sony, I'm seeing them do it now. I'm just is, adjusting my mic. I'm sorry. Okay. Just keep going. <laughs> um, just raising it up. Okay. They're trying to make a darker Marvel verse. Well, they're, they're well, now they're diving a little bit more and, into like those hard decisions. Well, it's not much darker, but, but they have Spider-Man and yeah. then they have villains. Yeah. So all they can really work with is villains. So those villains are obviously going to have darker tones because yeah. they're bad guys. I but, mean, so the Green Goblin like, show, we could do it. Yeah. So I feel like they're stuck doing that darker part because yeah. of the villains they're working with. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying that because I mean, obviously with like with Morbius coming out. Yeah. You got Morbius. Uh Blade's gonna which Sony right? No, Blade is no, it's Marvel. Mar- that's Marvel. That belongs to Marvel. Yeah, that's yeah. Marvel. I think they're possibly gonna be sharing characters. I like that's why I really hope that this Spider Man sh- situation with Sony and Marvel working together mm-hmm. will open them up to sharing more characters they with should. each other. Yeah, you know if it gets done right and they don't get greedy about franchising and finances and all that stuff. They will though. They will. Yeah, that's it's always about bunny yeah, when it comes down one, to it. Yeah. yeah. One person wants to control everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. Instead of sharing it and just be happy with the profits. No, they just be greedy. But I do hope that, like I said, this will introduce, like it does feel like with Sony, they're trying to build up some form of the midnight suns. Mm-hmm. Where I mean, you had yeah. a collection of, what was it? You had Spider-Man symbiote. Yeah. Uh, you also had uh, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, which is still also Marvel property. So Marvel like property. two of those characters, which would be Blade and Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. if they can share those properties, we can get a kick-ass, you know, Midnight Suns going. Ooh, but, what will they though? That's the thing. That's the thing. It's like, will they? That's still an up because, in the air toss. Mm-hmm, yeah, you know? because I mean, they have to, that means they have to introduce... Uh, now Ghost Rider, yeah. all these other characters. You have to bring in those characters that. Hey, this film shoehorned a lot of characters in. That's true. So, you damn it, they, it's possible. It's possible. No, it's possible. If they can shoehorn Matt Murdock, Daredevil, yes. no, no. into at least a scene, they can shoehorn characters. No, it's not about in. shoehorning characters, but shoehorning the, their backstories and their darker tones into the you know mm. the the. The brightly colored Marvel, <laughs> but I don't know if it's such brightly colored yeah, anymore. Yeah, anymore though. It's but it's even then it's still it still has that campy feeling to it. The other ones still had like the the like, sh- uh, uh, Shang Chi has still had a campy feeling. Yeah, to it. but like yeah. this was like the first like Marvel MCU film Where besides like, for like the first Infinity War that ended in a bittersweet note. Yeah, yeah. It like it's like, still oh, yeah. happyish. You know, people are alive and they're gonna move on with their lives, but. It, no, it was May's dead. No one remembers who Peter is. Yeah. yeah. So it's no, like, it's still, it we'll say, but at what cost? Yeah. But at the very end of the movie, it still had that feel of, you know, the whole campiness where it's like, you know, everything's still going to turn out good. Sure. Yeah. Anime's gone, but there's hope because he well, is now swinging around New York in the snow. <laughs> I think, in a new suit. But I think in it, a new suit. Yeah. But I think it kind of works shiny. for, uh, for, for Spider-Man because he's such like a hopeful Character. Yeah. character, yeah. He's he's one that's like, even though he is beaten down, he always finds a way to get back up. Like yeah, you but can't what, just end the movie on just basically like Aunt May dying, then he just cries and then end. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Can you imagine they did that shit and it's like part two? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. We're like, Jesus Christ, part two. I go out but, with Zendaya again. No, but the point that I'm trying to make is that that if okay, like I said, they're making it all happy, campy. Say so how they can introduce Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, they have to pretty much introduce, you know, especially if they want other characters, if, I mean, which it's still up in the air about Punisher. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, how is Marvel going to introduce those dark characters into their colorful world? Line them up. That's all they'll do. You get a dark character, give them a few funny lines, it works. Yeah. Yeah, but you got like someone like Punisher just blowing people's head open. Are you going to really going to just, you know, skip over the fact that he's gunning people down? Yeah, have them team up with someone who's charismatically so happy and awkward. It sets up a weird dynamic between his seriousness and someone's happiness. I mean, it could be like, another. You see, you'll see like yeah, they're going to do it. methods like that. But I get it because like in Black Widow, even though they had guns and they shot, they show people getting shot. It's always the one thing where they like. Yeah. 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 Of course. But in Punisher, you know, this guy's literally just gunning him down. So the guns can. and you see brain matter on the floor. Like they're going to, they're going to PG 13 the hell out of it. Yeah. That's what I, they're going to do. Because I, I mean, not that they have to, but it does work in a lot of Punisher stuff is when he shows up in the, in the dining room mm. and guns everyone down in the yeah. dining room. But the thing is, I don't think they're going to be working. Like, so they say they get John Berthnall to like, Hey, you're in MCU now. Yeah. I don't think they're going to ever get to the point where it's like, you're going to get your own standalone film, but we're going to pay you money to show up in other people's movies for like a few scenes and then you bounce out. I don't think yeah. he's going to have his own prevalence. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I see them retrying Daredevil yeah. under Disney Plus in his own show. Which can be done. That's It can yeah. be done, but I, I can't see that for Punisher. But I see them at least paying the money to get the character and all the assets and all that stuff. And yeah. that's what I see with a lot of these characters now is like they're going to have all small minor appearances and then they're, you know, they get the paycheck and they bounce out. Yeah. And a lot of these films, I feel like for like later on, it's going to be a lot of team ups, like awkward team ups. Like no one was going to expect a Doctor Strange Spider-Man team up. No, that's, you know, it's a yeah. weird team up, but they're doing that to create new storylines that are interesting yeah. and luckily they have like an infinite amount of they rosters. Have infinite amount of rosters and characters they can switch well, out well i mean until like for right now as we know of it could all change mm -hmm. because there's a like uh, there's a lawsuit between the, the jack kirby family and marvel oh that's that right they might lose their characters which i don't think that i think they're just gonna pay out jack kirby's family I think so too. I think it's like, here's your money. Cause the thing is like, people were also bitching about like lately with how Marvel's been handling a lot of like their credits and scenes, like the whole um, Hawkeye show, all the artwork, the material and everything was taken from the writer of the Hawkeye comic who was involved with creating Kate Bishop. Mm. But in the credits, I don't think he's even mentioned the actual author and all the inspirational artwork that they got for this. Yeah. And I see that as, as a trend of happening with a lot of these shows and movies. Now people are going to start asking, Hey, give a shout out to the actual creator. Yeah. Yeah. Like at least they kind of did that with like infinity war and Endgame. I mean, you had, um, what, Jim Sterling, Jim Starling. I forgot how his, his full name, but he's the creator of Thanos. Mm -hmm. And he actually had a scene in Endgame during the whole count, you know, not the council, yeah. the, um, AA group or whatever group it was, mm. they're all talking to each other. So I see small moments like that, but for the most I, time, I don't think they're going to. Honestly, I think it's when it comes to the, like the shows, mm -hmm. I just think it's the team who handles it. Yeah. The shows is just not paying attention. Like I think for the films, uh, obviously like they want to pay credit to the people. Mm -hmm. So you had, you know, meticulously, you know, we're going to put in Stanley, we're going to put in, you know, what, but all the, uh, wasn't there like, in one of the Marvel films, like a, a, a Jack Kirby, uh, like Easter egg somewhere. 
I have a feeling it was like it was something called like a Kirby or like a store or something. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there. It was something like was that. I remember weird, yeah. something like Jack Kirby, like that was in the background. Yeah. Like, okay, that's. Well, I'm not talking about like background. I'm talking about like credits. Your fucking names, like right there. Well, I mean, the credits, their names yeah, aren't there, yeah. but I'm talking about as paying homage to the creators, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And the newer shows, since you have a different staff that's handling that, so mm-hmm. I think for them, it's just it doesn't. It just not ahead, work, or just, yeah. It doesn't even think thing to pay homage to the creators. Yeah, it makes sense. They're not really thinking about that kind of stuff. It's yeah. a TV show, so they're not putting as much money, as much time, and all that. Yeah. But at least give somewhat of a credit or shout out to you know the original creator of the storyline you are borrowing your entire script yeah. from. No, you should. Yeah. No, you should. But it's just, I mean, that's unfortunate as well. I mean, there could be a point where Marvel just scri- gets straight up greedy and just don't doesn't think that to give credit to anyone. Oh uh, yeah. Well, we'll have to see with that. Like, I'm I'm curious on like how next Spider-Man films are gonna end up like. Mm-hmm. Like, it's gonna be still like that's the problem. It's like you had such a massive like epic film with so many Spider-Man, so many villains, so many characters. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna create a Spider-Man four, where do you go from here? Is it going to oh, be yeah. a step down? You see what I'm saying? From No yeah. Way Home? Because it's not going to be as big and they're trying to start fresh with like a new trilogy. I mean, it's, it's like that whole idea of like what happens after Endgame? <laughs> what do we yeah. do now? Yeah, it is. it is. It really is. It's like, you know, we just introduced all of this massive, you know, all these heroes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, here's a here's one idea. Remember the line where Peter Parker is telling the, uh, he's telling the agents like, hey, Talk with Nick Fury. You know, he knows everything. And then they tell him, like, Nick Fury's been in space, in space for over a year. Yeah. So do you think Peter's going to, like, search out and <laughs> seek out where... No, really, really seek out, like, where Nick Fury has been this whole year? No. Like, who the no. fuck did I talk to? I think they're going to do the whole thing. He just... He's working at the Bugle as a photographer. Like, they'll introduce a whole, Yeah, like, I think they're trying to slow him, build him into, like, the daily life out of high school, the actual adult... Yeah. Peter Parker now. So I, like you said, Tom Holland wanted a break. Yeah. I feel like this will be his perfect time to get his break. Like get a break, mm-hmm. kind of age up a little bit, have some time. And then eventually we're going to bring you back into the Marvel fold and you're going to go hard again. Yeah. So I do feel like he's going to have some time away from this, but yeah. not that long. Yeah. And then they're immediately going to, you know, start going up more movies, more movies, more movies. You're going to be, you know, teaming up with Hulk, you know, this time you're teaming up with Blade. You know, this time we team up with the Fantastic Four. I do see a Fantastic Four team up. Yeah. Because oh, it's a, it's the same director for Fantastic Four for the Spider-Man films, John Watts. Oh, shit. So I uh, I easily see a Fantastic Four or Spider-Man team up later on. Well, I do hope it's still Tom who's playing it. I know he's, I doubt he's going to be wanting to play like six, nine Spider-Man films. You think we're going to get like oh, the- um, That paycheck though. <laughs> that paycheck. I know. It's nice. You think we're going to get the, if they decide to do that, do you think we'll finally get a, a look at uh, the white suit Spider-Man? Which, which one was that one? Where you, where Spider-Man teams up with the Fantastic Four. Oh, you're talking about um, the Future Foundation. Future Foundation. Yeah, That's Future Foundation. So yeah. for those you know in the comics, um, during a time in Fantastic Four, Johnny Storm was killed off mm-hmm. and the entire Fantastic Four were like, yeah, we're done. We're no longer the Fantastic Four. So they created a company called Future Foundation that was mostly run by children, genius children. But then you had other characters slowly being into the roster. So Spider-Man was a member. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a few other Avenger characters or just other superheroes who were part of 
Future Foundation. I think Iron Man was also in there as well. I don't know. I don't. I don't think Iron Man was. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't think he was part of Future Foundation. Because I could have sworn they went to. Oh no, he was with. Um, I he was with Guardians. Guardians. For yeah, a, he was for with Guardians for the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. No, it'll be dope to actually get a Future Foundation type yeah. of film. I'll, I'll be, be down, down for, for that. that. Yeah. Agreed. But uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be some time. That's gonna be a lot more time. Do you think the Spider-Man films are now gonna be Marvel's baby now, like how Iron Man was? Like Iron Man was the leading factor for yeah. the entire arc for the Infinity Stones. If, if do you think Spider Man's going to be like the leading factor now? If Marvel play, if Marvel does it correctly, playing right with Sony mm -hmm. or other way around, if Sony plays uh, right with Marvel, mm. then yes. If Sony gets greedy and says "fuck it," we'll handle it's it's our property, so we do it ourselves. <laughs> yeah, then no, no, then it's going to fail miserably. Ooh. I mean, we'll have to see. I feel like that will come up in the future, yeah. but it's something like we'll, we'll really have to see how they carry on this property and yeah. how long they can keep it up. Well, I mean, one thing that got Marvel going is they can still last a little longer because they're splitting up the movies now into two separate formats. So like, you know, the first, first three phases, it was like just the infinity arc and that's it. Yeah. Well, yeah. we still have this arc for the new phase four, five, and six. However, they're splitting up into two different sects. So we're getting Marvel Earth that's gonna continue the Avengers storylines, but we're also getting Marvel Cosmic. Yeah. So Marvel Cosmic is to be covering all the space stuff with you know Guardians of the Galaxy, mm -hmm. and then you can get Adam Warlock and possibly you know Silver Surfer and all that stuff down the line. Yeah. So that's gonna be a challenge for marvel but at the same time they have so much content it's going to keep them flowing but no, it's it's no it, not it's not about for me it's not about the content mm -hmm. it's about keeping people's attention yeah the the audience because you gotta remember as comic book nerds they could keep up to it like from oh yeah you throw whatever they at them they'll they'll go see it, it. Yeah. yes when it comes to the mainstream audience it's completely different you, it's, it's a hit and miss with everything i mean like there was no faith in first of all like Black Panther. There was zero oh, faith no, because no. it was a black lead. Mm -hmm. uh, black Widow because it was a woman lead. Mm -hmm. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because it was a completely strange. Yeah, it was unknown. Most people did not yeah. read or knew who yeah. was Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Doctor Strange. It was a completely new concept that, you know, that could have failed miserably, which oh, yeah. didn't. It that was, that was an awesome yeah. movie. Um, but it's just that whole idea of like, there might be a point where the audience just says, fuck it, I do not understand. Yeah, I, I could see that. Because they, have to they just have yeah, to, yeah. that travel, that fine line of like. I mean, they're doing good on yeah. traveling. You know, they're they're making that line. They're making sure that the comic book fans get the Easter eggs they want. But yeah. at the same time, they're able to dumb stuff down enough for the general audiences yeah. to get. Yeah. And they're still, they're doing good run, like walking that fine line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like you said, it's going to be a point where they're going to step off and like, you know, they're going to get so far up their own asses, like no backstory, no character development, nothing. We're just going to give you characters and you're just going to have to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I don't mind, but only with major characters. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it worked fine with Spider-Man because mm -hmm. everyone knows Spider-Man. Yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone knew it. But once you're going to get into, let's say, well, even Fantastic Four, most people, some people know it. Now I'll say, I'll say like a 50-50, I'll say? No, 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 no. I'll say if we didn't get three other previously shitty Fantastic Four films, yeah. you would be accurate in saying that. But because of how notoriously bad those movies are, yeah. everyone at this point knows what Fantastic Four. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they, they have an idea. So you could 
you could quickly just gloss over the whole, you know, their backstory. Yeah, you can easily gloss over that. That's but easy. If, if you get into, you know, more minor characters mm. uh, that had no films before, I'm, I'm trying to blank right now, but mm. uh, if you have other characters, you know. Well, that's why they're kind of using other characters. Like a lot of the characters that are not well, well known, I feel like they're going to be throwing them into the more popular yeah. films, letting them get some character development and then splinter them off into their own films. I mean, also it, it run, also runs good as a test to yeah. see if the audience even, even like likes it. it yeah. If they don't like it, it was like, well, we'll kill them off in the, mm. you know, the next project they're in. Mm. If they work well, it's like, well, we'll let's give them their own. Yeah. So, so it's just something we're going to have to pay attention to. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to pay attention to, but it's something like, like you got me even cited for like, Fantastic Four now because it's the same <laughs> director and I'm going back to that because I love Fantastic Four. Those movies are terrible, but I really wish that they'll do this next one right. Like all you have to do is literally take the concept of Lost in Space and apply that to Marvel dude, and it works. Dude, to me, I have zero faith in like in Fantastic Four 1. The movie sucked. The animated series sucks. It's just it sucked all the way but, off me. You can, you can change the formula up. Like I said, have you seen the TV show for Lost in Space, a new one? Uh, I've seen bits of it. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's no, great. It's, it's, it's great. It's good. And that is like when I watch that show, I'm like, this is what needs to be fantastic for <laughs> right here. Producers, writers, anyone who's going to be working on Fantastic Four, just watch Lost in Space and you'll get the concept of what that really means to be a fan a fan of Fantastic Four. The whole storyline is really about family. That's yeah. all it is. You appreciate that, yeah. Adrian. You're no, about no. the family. I'm all for the family. I get yeah. it. Yes, Maybe I'm get some forward. Vin Diesel in there. But, but I'm always saying this, like, Fantastic Four has a very shitty track record. They have that track record is what's going to kill them. Yes. Yeah. But I do... I mean, let's be honest. People were already talking shit on Spider-Man home, you know, homecoming when it was first being announced Uh because they had the nasty taste from Spider-Man three and then the Andrew Garfield films. Yeah. But lo and behold, they did good. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's the audience never knows what they, what they want. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I always, uh, one thing is, uh, what's it called? I knew from, if you watch anything, people do not know what they want. They bitch and moan that they want one thing. They don't know what they want. Because if you give them what they want, they'll bitch and moan. Like they wanted a comic book accurate film. You got Punisher Warzone. <laughs> it's a very shitty film. Yeah. And but that is comic book accurate. It is comic book accurate. There should never be a full comic book accurate movie. No, absolutely ever. not. Absolutely not. No. You got to have some divergency yeah. from source material. And you and have to at some point make it at least feel realistic. Like people, yeah. that, the problem is like a lot of, if you were to, completely translate comics to films you'll be watching a film where it's like people don't act like this they don't exist like this in the real world so it's awkward so a lot of time is that's why the first like whole like two like phases of the mcu they're following more in line of the newer you know ultimate avengers and ultimate marvel that was um created by um michael um bendis I think that's his name. Yeah. But that that was a more comic book version of what it was like to put Marvel characters into a real world. Yeah. So they're borrowing from that entire arc of yeah. comics. Now that they're slowly moving back into the older original source material. Yeah. I mean, you got wizards and magic and all this shit. Aliens yeah, but, and everything. They, but they still try to at least fit the whole, you know, 
what would what would magic be if it was in it was in the real world? Yeah. yeah, and that's what they need to yeah. keep up. Yes. They can't fully be on. Yeah, you know, you got wizards and dragons, and it's just magic. It's magic. It's magical. <laughs> like they have they a lot. That's why I do appreciate with the MCU where just saying all magic is is just science. It's yeah. science you haven't discovered yet, which is basically the concept of magic in in general. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the day they introduce the X Men. <sighs> That's why it's gonna for. be slow. It's gonna be slow. I feel like it's gonna be characters, bits and pieces yeah. thrown around. Because I don't know if they're gonna introduce the whole. Like I say, again, people are bitching about they want comic book accuracy. X Men, I think, will be one of the worst ones to do comic to book. comic book accuracy. Oh hell yeah, no, no, absolutely not. You can't go full comic book accuracy with X Men. Yeah, no, you gotta have you have to have realism. Yeah, splash in there. Yeah. What kind of, I think, okay, not full comic book accuracy, but you can take a lot of the full comic okay. book accurate themes of You can X-Men. take themes. Yeah. Because if you take comic book accuracy, there's just a lot of explosions. <laughs> a <laughs> lot of explosions, things being, buildings being blown up, robots being blown up. And it's to cover the, the bullshit that it is. Yeah. Yeah. If we get a live action X-Men, would you want to see the original spandexes? No. No? No. No? I, I, I want to, I still want to see... Wolverine in that armored. Uh, that I yellow, don't. The yellow. The yellow armored. Yeah. I still want to. You still want to see that? I don't. You don't. I don't. You That's don't? an example of cosplay. No. I want. This is what I want. I want uh, Xavier in that floating chair. <laughs> I mean, you did kinda like in Days of Future's kinda. Past. Yeah, you got that in Days kinda. of Future Past, but not like that huge. The like, whole tank. The tank. Yeah, the, the floating fucking, tank. Yeah. Like hovering around. No, they, they kept it more of like a realistic, like, oh, hey, here's a futuristic hover chair. That yeah. is not like a giant fucking tank. <laughs> and uh, I do hope, like I said, I really want, like Spider-Man is one of those characters where he's so easy to hop across to different properties because he's like the best character to team up with. Yeah. yeah. You know, you get a Fantastic Four Spider-Man team up. You get X-Men Spider-Man team ups. Yeah. Like how great would that would be to have that conversation between what's mutant and mutate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there is difference and I don't even know if the MCU is going to be explaining that difference between what's a mutant and mutate mm-hmm. or I how think, they're even going to introduce the mutants think, in the first place. I think they're, they'll, I think later on they'll start doing that. Like I, you kind of have eternals to explain like, Hey, you know, there's a history with celestials and cosmic beings who have been affecting this planet for so long. Like they can easily write that in, but that's kind of just a writing cop out at that point. They're going to cop out somehow. They, because, like I said, the Fantastic Four was originally supposed to be number one. Remember, yeah. that's the, that you. They, they are the first family. They're the first superhero yeah. family. Yeah. Yes, they're supposed to be number one, but that got all fucking blown to shit because no one had the correct properties. Mm-hmm. Then, as well, that now that they finally got the X Men, Disney finally got the X Men. They somehow have to weasel them. Weasel like, them like they were here the whole time mm-hmm. because you have it on a. Every comic has a you know a a good sized roster. Yeah. X-Men has the roster. roster. Well, I don't think they're, I know for a fact that he's going to probably try to focus on the original six. No, I know, I know that, but just to, you know, pretty much like you have to pick and choose at first carefully, Mm -hmm. but eventually you got to introduce the entire, like you have to start like just, oh yeah, this background somewhere. I'll say you could introduce a good amount, but once you get to the point where you're hitting giant size X-Men, yeah. Where you have the roster of like two to three hundred fucking characters. Yeah. At that point, it's too much. It's too much. And that's what they did in the comics in the early 2000s, like late 90s to early 2000s. They had to wipe 
clean the entire X-Men slate with the decimation arc. Yeah. So you went from having over like 300, 400 character rosters, you're down to 14, 15. Keeping it simple. They kept it simple. So I don't want them having to introduce this massive rosters in the film to having to eventually do something like that where they have to do a massive call. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some good arcs they could borrow from the comics to have. I mean, there's an entire arc even before the decimation arc where the entire like mutant race gets like a massive genocide and like only like a couple thousand are left alive. Here's okay. Here's one quickly one. Like honestly, it's, I'll say it's controversial. I'll mm-hmm. say that right now that I would like to see that I'm pretty sure every comic book nerd is going to want to beat the shit out of me for saying this. Yeah. But to get rid of the whole school idea. The what? The Xavier oh, school. I see what you mean. You need the, you need the school. You I need know, the I school. Know, I know. Like, you need, but like there's, yeah, there's, I, I, I kind of want to get just, Let's just get that. Don't even bring that up. That's like kind of like the biggest point of the X-Men. Yeah, That's their base. I know. That is their but, base. Like you're trying to get rid of their base. Yes, I understand that. But like I say, it, to avoid that issue, like introducing all these like characters, like, oh, no, these people were hidden out there the entire time. And now they come to this school because it's the only place we keep them at. Um, I, <sighs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah, right? I, I know. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But at the same time, like if you're going to introduce mutants, you can't just have a six man team and then not have like any other mutants in this world. Like the point of X-Men was supposed to explain. I mean, the original concept of X-Men was racism. Yeah. And it was trying to explain people how racism develops in a world where you have a different race of people that people are fearful of you. No, so I, okay, I don't mind that. Like, OK, how about this way? They'll, I don't mind them introducing the school. But maybe in a later point, when there's, it's slowly like they're finding out there's more of them. You want it to be like first film, six man team up with Professor X leading. Yeah. And then at the very end, they're like, there's more of us. Maybe we should open up a school. You're talking about like Something that. Something like that. We're like, they, it's like, okay, now we have like, we're bringing a couple kids in. They find out there's a couple kids. And then they realize, oh, maybe it'd be best if we have them in one place. <laughs> Oh fuck off! <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, no, I, I not. I don't, I don't, somehow I don't like the idea of like already established, established that there's a school. school. Like, this school's already established, hitting away from every. See, that's the thing is this like that's what they did with Eternals though. Like the whole point of the like everyone was gonna wonder how they're gonna introduce Eternals and why they didn't show up for the Thanos fight, mm-hmm. and their only cop out was yeah, it just wasn't our job. Yeah. Yep. No, I mean, okay, it kind of makes sense with them, but we're talking about like people like essentially normal people with, you know, with powers. Yeah. You know, not godlike creatures. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, these are, these are all things that we just got to pay attention to in the future. And who knows where they might lead up. Oh, you yeah. Know, anything it's, Marvel kind of keeps us guessing. See, it's like, that's why I like, I like this film. I was so happy this film turned out great. But so, but now I'm like, how what? Where are we going to go from here? We'll you like, you see what I'm saying? See. Like, yeah. it felt like you build up a massive, like, yeah. climax to a conclusive story. Yeah. And it's like, where do you go from here? Like, there's plenty. Of course, you can easily go out to other stories. But it's like, how do you focus now on a standalone Spider-Man film? Like I said, it's... We just got to wait and see. Yeah. We got to wait and see because we've also the same thing. What happens after Endgame? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do we thing. do? Where do we go from here? Yep. Yeah. And they're just going to keep going. This yeah. is going to be going for... This is going to keep going for quite some time. Yep. Yeah. But I I like that. I really enjoyed this movie. It was a yeah. lot better than what I expected it was going to be. Same. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Was- what, what do you guys like? What grade would you give that? Solid eight. We got eight. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. What about you, Mike? I'll give it a 
An 8.5. 8.5? Yeah. Yeah, I'm rocking between that 8 to 9 range. Yeah. Yeah, it was like I said, it was pretty, pretty solid. I ain't going to kiss good. that much ass to perfect 10. <laughs> Fuck Dude, There's going to be a lot of people kissing this movie's ass. Oh, yeah. my God. All the Spider-Man just... Mm-hmm. Oh. It brought... The point... Only reason I need to give him like 8.5 or 9, just Andrew Garfield, that fucking <laughs> whiny bastard. That cry that you were like, just don't fucking do it. Like, we see, like I said, we've seen already for two movies. We don't need to see more of it. No, we I, get it, the one catch, that's fine. But I had I had a funny moment though. when So when MJ was falling and then he was reaching out to save her, I was kind of hoping like, imagine if he got her, twirled around and when he stuck the landing, like the force of her being in his oh, arms, like snapped fuck. her neck. Like, Just, can you imagine? Dude, my, not again. My thought was like, like, oh, he's going to catch her. Ah, oh, shit, he's about to kill her. It's <laughs> oh. like, damn it. This guy's, because the whole thing I thought like, man, he's just destined to kill him. Mm-hmm. Yep. But he had that redemption arc. And I, okay, there's a quick moment. So you know that part where Happy pulls up right after Aunt May dies and he sees her body, then all like the SWAT team has all the guns pointing at him. Yeah. For a quick second, I thought they were just gonna fucking light up that car. Same. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, in- is it gonna be a twofer? Or is Happy uh, and Aunt May gonna die? He pulled in hot. Yeah. I, he honestly, pulled on way too hot. Somehow I thought that he was gonna hop out of that car and take off a full sprint towards the body. Right. Same. I thought he was going to do that, the whole like dramatic just yeah. running towards it. And then Spider-Man just like literally webs, like honestly, one of two things. Either he was going to web sling out of there quickly mm-hmm. or he was actually going to fight off all the SWAT team before he takes off. Yeah. And Peter got shot and it was fine later on. Oh, he had the- Well, he had, he had the, the, his the, the armor. Suit, the nano suit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah he, did, yeah, he did have the nano suit for that one. Yeah. 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 Good movie. Great movie. movie. Good Great movie. movie. Yes. I like loved it. it. It was perfect. Not that perfect, but, but it was loved it. pretty yeah, damn it was, great. It was good. So let's hope that they keep up the momentum mm-hmm. and they don't start falling off. Yes. Yes. Because well. like I said, once you pass three, it's like, where do you go? Yep. We just yes. got to keep an eye on it. Yep. Man, hope we don't do this fucking three in the morning shit again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know it's so late right now. Yes. All right. So we're going to conclude this episode for tonight's topic i'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's um episode did you guys see spider-man 3 did you like it what do you think about this or where do you think this is gonna go for now you can leave a comment below if you're watching this on the next youtube channel if not we'll be posting this up all over the place you know you got instagram you got our rs feed like i said youtube before and we also have a few other um our website's gonna be basically running back up pretty soon it was down for a little bit but yeah it's gonna get a whole overhaul and all the episodes and everything's gonna be back up there mm-hmm. but of course before we leave mike as usual always has those little end notes for everyone right yes and it is subscribe subscribe whether it be through our podcast channels on the itunes spotify amazon music or through youtube itself subscribe more subscribers means more content for you and if you haven't already check out our patreon page more donations more subscribers means more content for you so you get to be able to see more cooler stuff so like lost episodes or even getting uh personalized art or even getting personalized letters or even taking your comment for consideration on certain topics so consider subscribing share and leave a comment down below on any issues or that you wish for us to cover or anything having to regard with the topic that we cover in the previous episode or this one one of those in other words the magic word of today is subscribe <laughs> i hope i have like a thing that comes yeah, across the right screen as i'm front. doing that yeah 
<laughs> All right, you guys, you heard it from Mike. Please like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Don't you later, Tatus. You s- <laughs> Just keeping it going. Yes.